0: Welcome to Take Two Radio Soaps in Review. I'm Pam, your host for tonight, anyhow. <laughs> 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 and joining me as my co-host will be David and Carolyn. And I did see our guest on hold, but I don't know what happened. He hung up. Oh, um, there he is again. I mean, okay. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> how you guys doing?
1: Good, uh, good. How are you, Pam?
2: We're doing pretty good. Um it, it's um, warming up a little bit, and I'm getting, like, the spring fling, you know, the sore throat. Uh...
0: Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, uh, you know, allergy time. It's 73 yeah. degrees today in Chicago, but by Sunday it's going to be 38 and snowing, so I give yeah. up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And Carolyn, we don't want to hear what your temperature is every stinking day.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, they're starting to wind down here now. Oh two minutes, oh it's
1: so hot and oh. Okay. Oh
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's the bad part.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I
0: got I his call keeps dropping, I think. Let me see if I can uh I want to pick it up, but then when I go to pick it up, it disappears. Who's playing games with me? <laughs> I'm
2: not touching anything. Mercury
0: retrograde. <laughs> oh, not retrograde. again, please. Okay. All right. So, while well, we we'll wait, while we're waiting for him, um tonight we have two special guests calling in. And um they're very talented, very handsome. Wouldn't you guys agree? Well, I don't know if David would agree they're yeah. handsome, but, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I saw the pictures. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah,
0: too bad, Carolyn, that you weren't watching days when Kevin was on there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um Sorry, I got interrupted. I got a text. Okay, we're going to try this again. I know one of our guests are here, and that's the very talented and handsome Kevin Spiritus. And I hope I'm saying his name correctly. I mean, I don't think there's any other way to say it except with an accent and forget accents for me. You know how that goes. You know, I sound sound. I sound I like a white girl every time, even though I took Spanish lessons. <laughs> <laughs> But some of our listeners may recognize Kevin from Days of Our Lives as Dr. Craig. Oh, my gosh. Those were so much... Oh, my gosh. I just miss those days. So he needs to get his arse back on, but we're happy that he's joining us tonight to talk about his brand-new series, After Forever, which debuts on April 21st, or 24th, let me say that correctly, 24th, on Amazon, and uh, his leading man is Mitchell Anderson, and we're waiting for him to call in, but in the meantime, hello, Kevin, now do you hello, hear me hello. blabber on?
3: <laughs> I love hearing you blabber on, I love hearing you blabber on about the good old days on Days of Our Lives, and um yeah they were good days they were good days in all of us thank you for having me on the show and i guess mitchell will pop in shortly uh, i guess
0: well we're just gonna have to stand here and, and have dead air until he calls in oh no, yeah.
3: no 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 i'm, I'm <laughs> gonna give you hugs, over, have you hugs over the air, over the air.
0: How, how's everything going over there
3: for you good
1: yeah,
0: yeah, we were talking about our weather, and you know, David's in New York. I'm in Chicago. Carolyn's in yeah. Florida. Well, okay, and, and I'm in LA. You're in Cali, and you're in Cali, so I think we've <laughs> covered all coasts, right?
3: Well, yeah, all coasts have been covered, and Mitchell's calling from um, Atlanta, so you know.
0: Right, right. So there we go with another one. So the Florida, the California, and the Georgia people are not allowed to talk about weather.
3: You know, weather's weather Weather's weather anyway So, you know, what what are you going to do?
0: When you live in snow um, Ten months out of the year (laughs) (laughs) I just need to move, that's all (laughs) So, while we're waiting for Mitchell to call in Because we don't want to get into the questions Because, of course, Mm -hmm. you know, he has to be part of that Sure. Oh wait, there
3: oh. He, is. Here he is. There he is. There he is. There he
0: is. Mitchell. Hello. Here I am. Mitchell. Hi.
3: Yay.
0: We're glad
3: you called in. <laughs> oh yeah, Mitchell, I'm you. really glad you called in, buddy.
4: Uh yeah, I know,
3: right? You've only reminded
4: me about forty times.
3: Uh I counted fifty.
4: Fifty, sir. <laughs> Just like a good uh, marriage, you
3: know. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it works you out can't, perfectly if you, can't, if you can't marry the guy you got to write a part that he can play So you can marry him on camera, right? Exactly oh, well, there you oh, go. <laughs> yeah. It
0: works out either way So we're all it good does. with it <laughs>
1: yeah. We're all good with it
0: Well, first off, congrats on your series And getting it on Amazon I mean, that's huge And we're so excited for you guys
4: Oh, thank well, you. Kevin thank did all you. the work. I just I just came and played. <laughs> you
0: you stood there and looked pretty, right?
4: Mm. <laughs> yes. He stood
0: there. He stood
1: there He stood there
0: and acted
3: his ass off. Let's just let's call it what it is. This guy is I'm glad you came back to do the project, Mitchell. Thank you.
4: <laughs> yeah, it, it you know, it had been a long time since I'd been on camera, so it was kind of a um revisiting my former life which was an awesome experience
0: yeah and you just answered one of david's questions <laughs> so david mark that one off your list <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh sorry david
1: You didn't mean to preempt
0: you <laughs> that's okay <laughs> well, before we get started talking more about the series, let's get to know you guys a little bit better. You know, well the listeners maybe some are not familiar with you. Um Mitchell, you're new to me and and I'm so happy to get to know you better. Um, but let's start out with Kevin. How did you get your start in show business and what was your first professional job?
3: Oh wow. Um <laughs> my first... As a kid i just I gravitated towards the television and watched everything that had entertainment on it um, live entertainment singing dancing um, performance acts. I grew up with the Sonny and Cher show and Carol Burnett show and those variety shows and and even the 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 Tonight Show with Johnny Carson was kind of more of a a real um, spread of a lot of theatrical performance uh, acts so that that was what inspired me and uh, my first my first professional job was the, the the palace playing the palace at Six Flags over Mid America, where I sang and danced each uh-huh. day. I um, yeah. love it. But no, I, I um throughout the years at school I I um I've been singing choir and do the do the plays and the musicals there. But um at 18 I went to New York and I knocked on the stage door of the Schubert Theater because I heard they had a an audition for a chorus line. they were replacing someone in a chorus line. And I said, I wasn't equity, but if they thought I was good for the show. Here I am. And they called me two days later and a week later I had an audition and I got the job.
0: Wow. I yeah. don't think it's that easy normally,
3: is it? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, it looks like that was easy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, I did, um, I did, I did have to, you know, pound the pavement for a good three months in New York. In the winter, you know. Uh, and yeah, that it was took a pretty a lot easy of way. Too. Yeah, well thanks. I, I think it's um yeah. the business is so different now. The, the business is right. you have to do everything on your own. Uh, which is why I went and made the series. But um, uh, anyway, that's at that time it was it was a possible way to do that. They don't do that anymore. You can't you can't knock on a stage door without being shot.
0: Well, that's uh, just it. Yeah, that's the part that I was talking about. It can't be that easy now to do that. Just to go ahead and knock on the door, have someone answer and say, "Oh, sure, yeah, we'll listen. You come on."
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and at that time, the show had been the show had been playing for quite a while, so they were looking for new blood. But um, Mm -hmm. in honesty, but I I I think that that whole experience was, you know, more about. Focus and, and and determination and and visual, a vision of what I knew I wanted to do and what I could do at, at that time, and I think that was just opportunity meeting preparedness, and you kind of make your own luck that way. So. And Kevin,
4: do you think that
3: when you're 19, you
4: are fearless? Oh
3: yeah. Yeah yeah, mm-hmm. uh, 18 years old, 19. Those teens. I was very new to New York. You know, you could have said, go over to, go over to Times Square and and and. Um, you know, sing out loud, and they're going to discover you. I, I don't know; if they would have said anything, I would have believed it. But I just think that it's you have a very, very open-minded approach to everything because you want it so badly. You want it so badly.
0: Right. That's, How is your singing voice now? Are you belting out any songs? Making any albums? What are you doing with that? Um,
3: I'm not making any CDs at the moment, but I still sing. Singing is my first love, really, and I just um, I, I, I'm I'm actually a performer. Uh, Mitchell's going to get to see me down in Griffin, uh, Georgia, in uh, what is it? It's a week from yesterday. A uh, week from today? actually, yeah. The nineteenth. And uh, yeah. I'm performing my concert down there, and I keep singing. I keep singing. I like doing that. Well, I'd
0: love to hear you sing sometime. Do you already have CDs out?
3: Uh, I have one CD out called Nights and Days about my nights on Broadway and my days on Days of Life. And it's it's really a, a, a journey. It's a journey story. It's a journey show that I fill in a lot of um, the story with music and 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 you know American songbook and popular shows that I had been part of. And it sort of weaves the story together of how I got from St. Louis to New York to L. A. and then back to Broadway. So, okay. Yeah, well, I'm gonna check that in. out. That sounds okay. good. Good. buy about 20 of them and give them away for gifts, you know, that's always okay. good Okay, <laughs> yeah,
0: no problem, I'm right on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, what, did you, you said you liked the live shows and the theater, of course. Did you get a chance to watch Jesus Christ Superstar live?
3: I'm going to be quite honest and tell you, no, I didn't, I, it's taped. I had, I was working on post-production of After Forever, I was doing, we were doing um we were doing our Amazon mock-ups of the, what will look, what the look will be when, we're doing, um, when you go to Amazon and you select the show. So that was being done that night, and I just I could not take time out to do it. I love all those shows, though. They're so fantastic. And, uh, of course, I had done Hairspray in Vegas um, with Harvey Perstein, and I loved when they did that version on TV, so...
0: Yeah, I have loved every single one of them that they've put out, but I'll have to tell you, Jesus Christ Superstar was by far the best one I've seen, and
1: heard.
0: it it was phenomenal. I'm telling you, it just was wow. John
4: Legend
0: thank you, thank you, thank you. and the guy that played you Judas, I can't think of his name.
4: I I saw the first hour of it, but um. You know, I have to go to bed early because I get up so early to go to the kitchen. So I turn it off. But I understand that it. I I really liked it, and I think it, the format was really great for live television because it was more mm-hmm. of a concert, and there was mm-hmm. you know the, some of the other ones that they've done have been a little bit more challenging. I thought just because um, to to perform a play or a musical. Without an actual audience is a little oh. bit disconcerting, oh. uh, but I thought this one—I thought this one worked really well. And I thought right. I thought that um, the singers, the acting was great. John Lencher was amazing, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah Bare- Bareilles, is that her name? Yeah, right. she was great. Um, uh, yeah, I, I and I really would like to see the whole thing, um, and we'll at some point watch it on demand. But.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they have it somewhere because I know a couple of my friends didn't get to it, see it either, so we're going to have to watch it. It's available
4: app. on, um, uh, on at least on Comcast on demand because I've seen mm. it. There.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool.
4: So there Thank you go. Thank you for well, that information.
0: 80- <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh. <laughs> well, as you know, we're big fans of Days of Our Lives and talking about it. And, Kevin, you played Dr. Craig Wesley. And <laughs> how did you get the part? Did you audition? <laughs> What's your favorite memory from Days? I mean,
3: oh, tell us a little you're, bit about
0: you're,
3: that. You're asking me all my, my good gold stories here. Um, I, was, I was down on my luck. I was not working. I had a very, very long dry spell and it was um, a really challenging time and um, I was doing anything from assisting two different um, interior designers I was um, running errands for as an assistant to a, a person in the business, I was doing everything and I even was asked to do this musical called Three Guys Naked from the Waist Down where I was even getting naked, no kidding um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs>
1: Uh, Don't tease us. Was,
3: <laughs> know, it's a show about three comedians. And um, the comedians always say, you know, it feels like you're naked, you know, at least from the waist down when you're on stage selling comedy. And that's where the, this was written from. But um, someone said, would you do the show? And I thought, you know, at least i would be doing something creative. I'll, I'll have a schedule. I'll have something to create with. And um, who knows? Who knows what will happen? And God love. Uh, Fran Bascom, our dear departed Fran Bascom, who just I think she passed away about uh, two, three years ago. Um, she was the casting director at the time uh, for course uh, for uh, days of our lives, and she had always wanted me to work on that show, and she was always a, a really great um, champion of mine, and she found me <laughs> at the theater one night. She was Kevin, Kevin, I can't get a hold of you. You don't, you don't have an agent. You don't have a picture in the, the actor's Academy uh, directory. And what, where are you? I said, I'm right here. Um, I couldn't (laughs) afford a lot of, I couldn't afford a lot of the, um, the upkeep as an actor. I was really having a bad time. And, um, she said, well, there's a two day role coming up on days. Will will, will you do it? And I said, will you pay me? And she said, (laughs) and, um, and basically Dr. Craig Wesley was introduced during this two day, um, uh, storyline moment with uh, Mike and Carrie and, and being a, a rival of Mike's, uh, Mike Horton. And um, I just know that I, I had to do my very best. And I, I went in there and I, I kind of pretended like I was on that set already, like it wasn't something I was just visiting. I remember going onto that set going, oh, I, I can make this place a home. This is nice. This, is, this feels right. And that night at about 11.30 p.m., I was just getting ready for bed. I learned my lines the next day, and Fran calls me hysterical. And I, what? What? She says, Kevin, Kevin, the producer, the executive producer just called me. He never calls me. I go, oh God, what did I do? She goes, <laughs> he, he said, where did they find you? I, he said, He never calls me. He loved you. Go back and do the same thing tomorrow. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> oh. Eight months later, they gave me a role.
0: Ah. <sighs> That was perfect. I'm glad that you did your best and you didn't screw it up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was all counting Oh, my gosh. And to work with, you know, Patrika Darbo as your wife, I mean, how much do you love
1: her?
3: I'm, she's a lifelong friend. She's really great. She's wonderful. Great. <laughs> I, and <that's>, she's great. <laughs> so, <laughs> we had a great time becoming we had a great time becoming the number one non conventional couple of daytime and um you know, she's she's great in the in the sense that she's always even outside the show, she's always there for you, she's always present. She um she was at the screening here in Los Angeles for for after forever and she 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 was sick when she showed up. And she just really wanted to see it and support us and I was really grateful um, for
0: that. So. It's always great to have a friend like that.
3: Yeah.
0: It really is. So what's your favorite memory?
3: Of days of our lives? Mm hmm. Oh gosh. Let's I, I can sit here and contemplate. Let's um let me think about it and I'll pop it out shortly. I'll just, just you know I'm trying to <laughs> think back what was my, I mean, I got the job. Uh that was exciting.
0: That's one of the best, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Mitchell, same for you. How did you get your start in show business, and what was your first professional job?
4: Well, very much like Kevin, I um, grew up in um, doing high school musicals, and I was, in all the, I was in three different choral groups in high school. And when I went to college, I thought I was going to be a doctor, but I would always take one theater class. So halfway through college, I informed my parents that I wasn't going to be a doctor, and I thought that I would major in theater. Is that okay? And my parents were amazing and said, absolutely. We know that you'll be great. Go and do it. And I was fortunate enough to um, get accepted to um, Juilliard after college. Oh, um, yeah. And then as it happens, in my very first semester of um, Juilliard, I was living in New York City on the Upper West Side, and I was at the Dublin house on a Sunday afternoon. and Dublin house is a pub on 79th Street, having a beer with a friend. And this guy um, came up to me and said, hey, I have created a musical that is um, going, going to workshop, and it's a pre-Broadway tryout, um, and I'd love to. You you seem like you'd be the perfect um, uh, perfect for this one part. So the next day, I went down and I auditioned, and two days later, I got the part. And I went to my teachers at Juilliard and said, um, "I accidentally got a part in a Broadway show." <laughs> <laughs> um, and what do you think? I, and,
3: I accidentally tripped into the stage door and auditioned <laughs> for them. Go ahead.
4: Yeah. Sorry. Exactly. That brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, so I ended up leaving Juilliard and I did this show. It was about the Civil War. I played the archetypal um, Yankee sh- soldier named Billy Yank. Um, it it workshopped in New York City, played for about four months at Ford Theater in D.C., and unfortunately never went back to Broadway, but that got me an agent, and, you know, much like heaven, it was like. Oh, suddenly I'm a professional actor. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I started my career three and a half years before I expected to. Um, and then I, you know, I went on to sort of do bigger and bigger roles in television and, um, you know, I did we both for... play doctors. Yes. I played a doctor on TV too. There um, you go. <laughs> and, and, uh, so I, uh, yeah, it was a great, it was great. Um, I worked a lot and, you know, made a little bit of, um, you know, I I feel like I I created a a nice resume of work. And then when I was in my late 30s, I thought, you know what? I think I'm ready to do something else. So that's when I moved to Atlanta, and I went into the restaurant business as a a trainee chef. And for the last 12 and a half years, I've had my own restaurant in Atlanta called Metrofax.
0: Oh, and are you the chef there?
4: Uh, yes, I'm the the head chef and creator. Um, I've got two other chefs that work for me, um, but I've been yeah, I'm I'm one
3: of three that go in every day and create the food. Oh
0: my and gosh, it, it's so I awesome! I just must say
3: it is such a great restaurant, and it, it it's it's this wonderful little jewel in the middle of middle of Atlanta, and um, it's got a great feeling, great food, and and the best thing is, is that you get to stay with Mitchell, at, you know, at his house sometimes, and then he just brings food from the, from the restaurant. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. It's yeah. so the, the cool but I want to thank Mitchell. I want to was... thank your chefs though for filling in for you when you came out to do the show because if it wasn't for oh, right. them. So when
4: Kevin, when Kevin um, approached me about the show, I had to go to both of my other guys and say, "Hey, I think I might be gone for two and a half, three weeks. Do you mind?" <laughs>
3: And Because I'm Cause I, them, cause I accidentally I, got another part is what you told them, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I did. I
1: accidentally got another part.
3: Um, so they were very gracious. And
4: um, as it happened, I was uh, – the production was going to give me a couple days off so I could come back and relieve them for at least a day. But um, the day that I was supposed to come back – it was one of those weather things in New York City, and you couldn't get out. And literally, I left. Was supposed to go back on a Friday, and they said, "Well, yeah, we can send you on Monday." I said, "Well, that's not mm-hmm. good because I'm back to New York on Saturday." So anyway, <laughs> it, I ended up staying for three weeks straight. Everything was fine. The restaurant didn't burn down. My chef didn't quit. Oh.
0: So thank that's God. A- <laughs>
1: Because and, and, I you know, think cool. I
0: think David yeah. and I need to take a road trip and go, um, yeah, go visit your
4: restaurant and stay at your house. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but you know the the cool thing is that I created over twelve years a really great community restaurant where um, we're going to do a premiere here in Atlanta. Um, I, I'm calling it a binge watching night um, at this <laughs> cool old theater um, called the Plaza and um i'll i'll invite my whole restaurant you know all the a lot of my customers and and they'll show up and it's it so that's super cool that's lots of fun we're, yeah,
3: we're it's doing a binge a lot watching of, fun of too. after forever it, it's a binge Pardon? watching of after forever we're doing the binge uh, watching of after yeah. forever the whole series
0: that is perfect that is perfect and i wish i could be there honestly um, Yeah. You know, with being in different states all the time for David and I, and, you know, I get invited to premieres and things like that, I, I always have to say no because it's always in New York or it's always in California or whatever. You know, hello, Chicago's not just a dot on a map, you know.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs>
0: true. It depends on,
3: right, it Kevin, depends we'll on where you're Chicago looking at it from. Do
4: a binge watch.
3: Yeah, but let's do it there, Mitchell. Let's go do a binge watch in yeah. Chicago.
4: All right, yeah. All yeah. yeah,
3: please yeah. do, please uh, do. Well, and well, now, I have a lot of
0: listeners said. that are going to listen to this And they're going to hold you to it when I say You know what, they said they were coming to Chicago And I haven't seen them, it's been three years You know, I, I don't know what's going yeah. on here <laughs> Well, you know, hey, um, long,
4: if, if you can fill a theater, we'll come
3: yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah, I can fill it myself,
3: sure well, Mitchell had um, a great idea. Mitchell had a great idea. He said, "Once the series is up and running, which is going to be next week or mm-hmm. so, um, two weeks," uh, he said, "Let's do a, a benefit for one of these, you know, uh, associations and, and organizations that I've been part of throughout the years." And Michael Slade and I both looked at each other and said, "Yeah." And so, who are we? Who are we? Who are we doing this for, uh, Mitchell?
4: We're doing it for the Atlanta Film Society. Oh, uh, that'll they, be great. Yeah, they um, they were very kind and gave us um a, a theater that they work with and um we're going to do uh you know pay what you can at the door and it's going to be uh you know it'll be a fun night because having been to a couple screenings already um in New York and LA it's really great to watch it with you know in a, in a theater. It, well, it's yeah, and great see to watch
0: all the with. people's reactions, you know, to it. That's the best part.
3: Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I, I think the, the wonderful thing for all of us, I mean, Mitchell and I didn't even expect it, but when Michael Slade and I were standing in the back of the New York screening of After Forever, we were doing this for, the fan, uh, for our cast and our crew, and it was for us to see the work that we had created. And, you know, Dave, uh, Michael, and I uh, – have been, like, so focused on it all the time, you know, editing, 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 and you sort of blur out a lot of it to get to the one point that you're, the scene that you're working on, and seeing it all together up in front of you like that and hearing everybody's reaction, I think that when you do see After Forever, if you can, you should see it with someone you love, because this is a story yeah. about love and loss and new beginnings and how people continue to work and, and heal their lives. From any type of that sort of work, so uh, experience. So um, that's what was so great. Also, I think Mitchell was saying about the the collective um, support in that theater. You were, we were just, we're all just crying, all just laughing together. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's really nice.
0: Aww. well, I had another question for Mitchell, but since you, uh,
3: Kevin, you've already like told our listeners oh, what the series don't, don't is take about. Don't time away. I'm sorry. I just, I was just there. No, I can. Mitchell no, I can question. come oh, back yeah.
0: to. I could come back to that question. I mean, it Uh, might be a short answer. It might be a yes or no answer. So, all right, Mitchell, I know Party of Five was huge, (laughs) and fans would probably love to see that show make a comeback, you know, like we've seen recently with Roseanne and, you know, all the other ones that have done the
3: reboot thing.
0: Would you even consider doing something like that now that you've (laughs) kind of made a comeback yourself?
3: As long as it's in second position to After Forever. (laughs)
4: <laughs> yes, exactly, Kevin. I would never. Uh, nothing will be ahead of acting forever. You know, it's, it's it's really interesting to be in a completely different career for now for you know fifteen years. Um, mm-hmm. I I love acting, and I I think that as you get older, you get better at it, um, and I will always do it. So if if they called me tomorrow from, you know, if, if Chris Kayser and Amy Lippman called me tomorrow from Party 5 and said, hey, Ross, the violin teacher, needs to be on set tomorrow, you know, on Friday, I would definitely do it. Would um, you? Oh, that would be cool. I, you know, I, 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 I love it, but I, it's not, it, it's such a freeing experience not having, not having to do it. Right,
0: right. Yeah, you're not committed to to walking the pavement and trying to find your next job, and um,
3: right. you know it was also otherwise. different for I think. Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
3: I was just saying, Mitchell and I were both on the set of of, of our show, and and there was such a um, an ease. I think Mitchell and I were discovering because, it, first of all, it was self created by by two people who wanted to do something. And create something. So Michael Slade and I had that for ourselves, but there was there was a non-boss-like feeling. Don't you agree, Mitchell? Like we had we were just having fun, and that's what was so yeah. exciting about being on the set together. And it was not pressured. And thank God we didn't have any you know major deadlines or major um, breakdowns of any kind. And we made it under budget. So it, that's a good feeling too. But there wasn't well, an, an element of yes, ease that went
4: for me, I think that that was very true. I I can't imagine how you were able to do it having <laughs> raised the money and put you know got all the pe- i mean you were you had so many hats i mean that was an amazing feat for you to be able to bring such great work on screen but also have all of that stuff going on behind the scenes so my hats off to Thank you, you. Uh,
3: well. Thank you. But, you
4: know, for me, it was just it was awesome. It was freedom. It was it was great. I've never had that experience
3: before. Well, neither yeah, have I. Yeah, that's <laughs> not
1: easy.
0: I think I think that's not even that's not easy for anybody, and for you to be able to pull that off. And I I know we've interviewed a couple other people that have worn several hats during you know making of a movie or a series or something like that. Um, that's not easy. Uh, one thing I wonder about, though, is uh, like when you when you're acting, when you're doing your <laughs> acting part, are you thinking of just that at that time, or are you thinking about everything? Is <laughs> <Well, laughs> your mind um, like non-stop? <laughs>
3: uh, you know, it's a very, it is an interesting question, and I just want to first say, uh, thanks, Mitchell, it was I think it takes, a, it takes an army, you know it takes a village, and you know if it wasn't for Michael Slade, who I really got to know only is in the process of doing this because Michael Slade was a writer on days of our lives, just as I was exiting the show, he had come onto the show as a staff writer, and we had reunited in New York very you know just you know a very simple um, coincidence. We were at the same gym and he said, are "You Kevin Spiritus?" and I said, "Yes, and we introduced ourselves and I just pitched it at him. I pitched this story idea. I had not even thought it out as much as I knew I wanted to do it. I knew that someone with his experience could be helpful. So that came at him like, hi, my name's Kevin. You want to do a series? And um, and he kind of (laughs) laughed at it, but he had also been kind of, um, he had kind of been tossing around the idea of doing a series like this himself. So long story short, we, had some ideas we put them together and we came up with After Forever but Michael's Michael's experience in the business I mean Michael's a great writer and he's he's a, a very smart man he's he also holds he holds this energy like a producer so I kind of just always looked up to him like well he'll help me cover this or this will get covered and so I had a great team partner and um mm-hmm. uh, with that as he's getting to know me, he'd come up to me once and i go, now listen, you're doing a great job, but I need you to take off your producer hat right now because <laughs> and, and, he would, me, and it wouldn't be because I was acting with the producer hat on, but in between takes I'd be going, do we get the things you can care of? Allison, did we? Oh, and Allison Bernard, by the way, <laughs> she is the producer of all producers. This girl, this lady, she is amazing. She, I would not have done anything without her because she said I keep saying to her, now I'm going to ask you questions, and you're going to tell me what to do. And I'm going to ask you again because I'm going to want to understand what you're telling me that I have to do. And when I ask you the third time, it's just because I want to annoy you.
1: <laughs> I just didn't <laughs> know anything she would.
3: <laughs> I'm telling you, she'd say, "Okay, now we have to open this account, and we have to do this, and we have to get the set." And <clears throat> yes, ma'am, and I would just do it. But in in all of this, uh, um, in all of this craziness that was going on, um, I would. Um, I would think about – oh, God, my phone will not leave me alone. Uh, I would think about the fun I was having. And I just sort of played it like a a kid on a, you know, at a candy shop. I was just having fun on the set. So when I'm doing a scene, I'm doing the scene, most likely, unless something falls and I go, oh, the camera fell. guess that's not in the scene. Um, Yeah. (laughs) not theater, so you you have to stop.
4: Also, also you have to – you know, you were surrounded, you know, by me, of course, but also by an amazing – Amazing cast of um, great, great New York actors. And, I mean, the ensemble is just beautiful. So when you're in a scene, you're actually in a scene. And that was so cool.
3: And I – thank you. I I was just going to say, Mitchell, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because this, I believe, and this is what I told Michael from the day one. We were writing this – I think we were into, like, our – Fourth episode, we were writing the fourth episode, and um, I said, who, "Who do you think you might see as Jason?" Playing Jason, and he said, "Well, I don't know. Who, who do you see?" I said, "I think Mitchell Anderson." And he just went, "He isn't he retired and in Atlanta working in a restaurant?" I said, "It's his restaurant," <laughs> and 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 I know he's still like that. <laughs> and he still likes to act. It was it was like my one producer moment. I said, "I don't think I can do this without Mitchell," and I. I had Aww. Mitchell in mind because of this, Because Mitchell, Mitchell and I go yeah. back what? Do we, is it thirty? Twenty-five. Early eighties. We became friends in an acting class, and we've stayed friends since. And we had never actually worked together in the in the business, but there was just I knew for myself I had to I had to create I had to create half of a relationship where it was going to be easy and loving and friendly, and you know, there's physicality and there's, there's a lot of just a lot of familiarity. Familiarity, for you, for yeah. exactly. And I said, I don't know if I have that with any one person more than I would have it with someone like Mitchell. And Mitchell's an actor, and he knows his, he knows his very, he knows his, he knows the way around the set. And I just went, I think this would be really great. And he says, well, ask him. So I am grateful every time I think about this. Like that phone call when you came back and said, uh, I read the script. When do we start? You know, when are you doing it? Well, yeah, thank I you, mean, you, it, was,
4: it, it was quite something to be, um, you know, asked to read a <clears> script. And if you like it, will you do it? But <clears> also another for no money. to read the script and go, <laughs> holy moly, this is an amazing script. Um, and, you know, uh, in my career, I, you know, I had a pretty wide range of parts, but this particular part was incredibly emotional it went through an incredible journey, but it was also funny. And, you know, I I just, I mean, wow, it was just an amazing experience and, uh, and an, an incredible opportunity. And who knew it? Who knew I could do it, you know, except for Kevin?
3: I did. <laughs> I did. I was going to
0: say, Kevin did. <laughs> I did.
3: And I love you too, it, Mitchell. It's, it's so fantastic. It's not every day you get to pick your cast it's not every day you get to create with people you love and work with, you know, you want to work with. And Mitchell and I just sort of laughed at it. He goes, Oh, Kevin, I'm not really, nah, I don't think so." so just read the script. Just read the script. So thank you for reading the script. Yeah. Well, you know,
4: I don't know if it brings me out of retirement, but um, it, it, it was an amazing feeling to watch this show all complete in New York and LA with people that I respected and have known for many, many years in my show business life, um, knowing that, you know, it's not going to make or break my career now, but it was an amazing experience and and just, it was a delight. It really was. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin convinced me to come out to the L.A. screening and that was really cool. It was really, uh, you know, because there's so many people that I've known for 25, 30 years that were there.
3: Yeah. And, and they all love it. Was loved a it. Nice, they all, it was nice
4: to see people, yeah. you know, probably
0: that you haven't seen for a yeah. while either.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
4: exactly. Yeah, it's <clears throat> great.
0: Now, how did you end up with Jen Pepperman? I mean, she's phenomenal too. Uh, uh <laughs> a director producer for One Life
3: to Live as the world turns. I mean, well, um and I'll just say this as a as a a blanket answer. Um everything about this series and about this show and about the cash and about the crew, it came about exactly as it should have when it needed to, and there was never a question about, oh, my God, did we make the right choice? Oh, my God. We? I mean, every step along the way, and I told you this, I had run into Michael, and he's just an alumni, you know, from Days of Our Lives. I didn't know right. him personally. I only knew his name. And um, <laughs> so here's this, Crazy guy, going. Hey, let's write a series, and I'm at the costing him basically. And I knew what I needed to get in alignment for me to begin telling a story like this, and whatever he needed on his end, we created this meeting. So then, after we had been working on this, you know, uh, for about a, we 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 had written the project, and then we had a reading of it in New York City, and I I said to Michael, I said we should do a reading because I think this is a good way for the community. Um, because I had been producing on Broadway with a couple of things, and um, uh, I just knew that we needed to get this out there, to get the energy and the idea of this out there, and we did this reading for about 70 people, and they all rushed us and said, uh, you have to do this, you have to do this, and that's when the thinking became very clear and strategic choice-making, who do we know, and how do we get to them, and uh, Jennifer had just finished doing a short film that um, was with a couple actors from the soap world, uh, Austin Peck and his wife. It was a two person um, film that uh, Michael could not go to the screening of, but I was going to be in town, and I said, I'll go to the screening and I'll introduce myself. And she Jennifer had written and directed this incredible short. It was amazing. And I went, Well, if she's not our director, and we shouldn't do this, you know. So Michael called her up, and we talked, and blah, 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 blah. So that's how we got Jennifer. And Um, it just, again, it kept presenting itself. Everyone kept presenting themselves. Even certain cast members were not the first choice, not because we didn't think that they could do it, but we knew other people we could get to sooner and quicker and easier. And that's uh, the cast is exactly as it's supposed to be. Any one of those actors could have been on the moon, and it still would have been their part. You know, we just had to get to them.
0: Right, right. And you found a way that was, you know, it was just meant to be yeah. and that's all there is to it.
3: That's that's exi- the whole the whole energy of After Forever is. It's meant to be, it's already done. So
0: Right. Now, this is going to be kind of a funny question, at least I think it is to me or strange I maybe, <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to ask it. So <laughs> ask it. How did you choose the names of your characters? I always hmm. wonder how people do that.
3: Just That's whatever comes question. to
0: mind, or I don't know
3: how that works. You know, um, it, it it is funny. I, I haven't thought about that day actually, but now you just asked that question. I remember seeing the room, and we were starting to think about. I think it's also about names you like. You know, you, there's people you know in your life who you like, and that, that it symbolizes an energy or something. But a lot of people call me Brian. They'll say, "Hey, Brian. Oh no, it's Kevin." Oh, right. Sounds like, oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) And, you know, um, and I had another name. uh, I thought I was going to be, I thought we were going to name it Kyle. I thought that I was going to be Kyle at first. And uh, there's a sound that Kyle makes that all of a sudden wasn't sounding right. But I had asked Michael Slade when we began this. I said, I just want to play a character that I can just put down the phone and walk on set And there I am, I've arrived as that character. I don't want to have to put on a, -a -a," you know, a cape and a mustache and a top hat. And I don't (laughs) want to do any of that. I just wanted to be a slice of who I am, you know, part of me. And that's what I wanted to have the ease in going on to that type of uh, character. And so with that came, well, a name like that has to kind of be a name that it sort of embodies that. And that's how Brian got named. And I, I think Michael said he'd always like the name Jason um, for uh, for Jason's role, and I mean for Mitchell's role. And I went, I like that name, and and Jason I think kind of fits you, Mitchell. The name Jason, I don't know, I think so. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I think it it certainly
4: did. (laughs) You'll always be Jason to me. What what? Three weeks when we were shooting. So
3: yeah.
0: Wow, that like was it. quick. Three weeks to
4: shoot the whole thing? Three weeks? The whole series?
3: Uh, twelve 22. days, actually. What? Oh, twelve days.
4: How, why was that it happened? was a twelve-day shoot, weeks?
3: but you, we were there earlier oh, before and did some photo correct. sessions, had a rainy day. We actually had to come back one day in the summer and shoot the scenes in the park because it was still kind of cold and wet and rainy that day. So.
0: Yeah, you always take that chance when you have to do something outdoors, unfortunately.
3: hmm hmm Yeah.
0: Unless, unless you're in California or something, where it's sunshine all year round. Uh, oh, it's,
3: it's not sunshine all year <laughs> round. I mean, it's sunny today, but,
0: you know. <laughs> well, by the way, um, Carolyn dropped from the, uh, the call <coughs> log here, oh, and – She's tried to call in several times, and for some reason she can't get through, and she doesn't know what's going on. So, unfortunately, she won't be able to ask her question, but I, you you know, we're going. (laughs) Well, I have her question, but... Mitchell pretty much answered it already. So, okay. um, she uh, she was saying, "Can you tell us how the part of Jason came about, so we know hmm. how that came about?" Okay. So, okay, okay. <laughs> at least Good. it was answered. <laughs> I
3: don't want I don't want her to go to bed tonight thinking I didn't get my question answered. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And I another co. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Too, Sometimes so. that happens with blog talk. I mean, thankfully, it's not all the time. It's just once in a blue moon. So um, today just happens to be one of those days. But fingers crossed. So far, we're so good. Um, mm-hmm. Now there was another co-host that was supposed to be on uh, Candice. Unfortunately, she got stuck at a parent-teacher conference, so oh. she couldn't make it. So I'll I'll ask her question for her, and her question is, what message would you like the audience to have after watching your series?
4: Oh, that's a great
3: question. That is a great question. Um, You know, this is – a lot of people are going to be fooled very easily because of uh, its content. You know, this is about a gay couple who is going through a situation in life, and they deal with loss. And immediately someone says, well, you know, this is really, you know, this is gay thematic piece. It should belong in the gay film and TV series section. Uh, Michael and I were very, very careful to not just create that because that is not who we are. And um, mm-hmm. I think this is, I, I personally, and I think Michael would agree, is that this is something that opens your, opens your eyes to seeing that the fact that we are all the same, And we are basically here together and we're all going to go through the same experiences. Whether you're wearing clothes that say you're going to do this with a man and a woman, or you're wearing the costume that says you're going to do this with a man and a man or a woman and a woman. This is about love at its, at its very, you know, essence and its heart is about loss. And when we go through loss, there's nothing that can help that through until you have to go through it and heal through it and, Come out of it, and that's what we wanted to write about, I think uh that's what I'd like to do, so it doesn't matter if it's gay or straight, it's about togetherness and it's about we i, I could
0: yeah I couldn't yeah. agree more I mean to me, love is love, and I don't care who it is, you know, so that's perfect i'm I'm so glad that you didn't pocket yourself into just the that
3: uh lgbt community it, it it's not it's not at all that you can't be part of that community, but this is, right. we, we look, we look at each other and we, Michael and I talked about friends who have had experiences like you will find within this storyline. Um, and we just went, wow, that just puts you, that, that clears the playing field. And that makes you all the same and all equal. And um, wouldn't you agree, Mitchell? I almost called you Jason. <laughs> uh, yes, I would,
4: and, and I would add that having two uh, having the two main characters um, in their you know solidly yes. middle age um, yeah. have a real full physical I know that was very important to you Kevin but mm-hmm. um, you know just have a real life you know a real yeah. relationship and passion and you know laughter and sadness and tears and you know I, I think that that Translates to a very relatable world. Yeah. Um, um it's it, and I think I think that that's why it will be successful, and I think that it won't be pigeonholed into just um, a, a story for the gay community. Yeah. And Michael, it's one of the things that attracted me about the script is that mm-hmm. it was about. A relationship it was about mm-hmm. marriage and how when marriage is torn apart by by you know
3: loss circumstances yeah
4: by circumstances you know it's, it 's it's universal yeah. right, and I
3: think also M- Michael was very michael 's just a couple of years older than I am, I think, <laughs> and, um, uh, and he too had had wanted to create something that gave men of our age um, powerful stand in life and and a, and a very uh, you know we're still active and we're still uh, you know able and, and and we can do things so we're not just these young men in the community who um, who have a lifespan up to like 29 or 30 and then you cut to an older man down the hall with a cat you know that's just not who we are all the time we right. can be that but it's not it's not the, it's not everyone and I think actually the gay theme, the gay thematic part of this series we're like the normal of this series. It, it's the straight people who are like the oddballs in this one because they are all kind of <laughs> wanting to be in our life, you know. And we have a lot of mix of people in and out of our lives. and it's just a very very. Yeah.
0: Well, I have to say that when I watch a series or television show or or a movie or something. I don't look at oh my gosh there's a man and a man. Oh my gosh there's a man and a woman. You know, I mean I just look at the couple and that's it mm-hmm. and I you know, I watch it for their story. And I think that there's many people like myself that do that. So, you know, that's just like the perfect answer for you know, you to give about the series.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that that fits because that's what we wanted. And um, and I also want to say too, it's like there, there's the two percent of everybody you know and hear about having your attitude or your your viewpoint that don't think that way. And as a matter of fact, um, I just two days ago received a Facebook um, <laughs> comment, and I it, I just kind of had to laugh at it, you know, because um, the uh, Facebook and the um, Instagram and the Twitter uh, social media, we've been putting pictures of uh, moments in the script and moments in the story with the dialogue. And some of them are of Mitchell and I holding each other or, or there's a kissing one and then, but they're not all that. And mm-hmm. as soon as that one hit, I was waiting to see what's going to come out. And this one man said, do you, I don't mind gay people, but you know, do you have to put it in front of us? And I went, I just, oh. I just let it go. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get, in, yeah. you know, it's unfortunate but you
0: know yeah those are the people that you ignore because it's only a back and forth thing once you start oh, acknowledging that. them and you'll never win well I they're, just hope that this
3: person and the people set like in that their ways, so. I, well I hope that this person and the people like that will have an opportunity to be curious enough and maybe see exactly what this is and this this story can hopefully help change their mind or help Help write them back to a center place where it's not a difference anymore. So.
0: Right, right. Well, let's hope so. Uh,
3: mm-hmm. I'd
0: really like to see that happen. Um, Me too, David. Mister Quiet as a mouse over there. Yes. I think that you <laughs> oh, have I some questions. Oh, I didn't cry- know he was still there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I
1: started to wonder if his call dropped off too. <laughs> no, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, David. How you doing, buddy? Hi. Right. <laughs>
4: Do you find this oh. all
1: fascinating, David?
4: What? find this all very fascinating?
2: I do. I really do.
4: Okay, good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good
0: question. That's a good question. Good question. Man of so few words, but uh, yeah. he
1: has some questions. Well, when you speak,
0: so. everyone listens. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: I do. <laughs>
2: right. Mitchell. Mitchell, what do you believe drew Jason to Brian, and vice
3: versa? <laughs> oh my gosh,
4: that's a really well. We have we have the
3: one scene, Mitchell. We have the one scene.
4: Right. So, um, well, it, it, the at the opening of every episode, you know, there's there don't uh, give it away. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh my God, I don't know. Um there there's a mutual ability to laugh at situations there's um an attractiveness to art i mean a a a, a passion for art and literature um i, I know it they sound super boring but i think that there was also a very <laughs> uh, there was a hotness to their meeting um think it was uh uh, you know uh, when you when you find somebody who's on the same page as you are um for what you find beautiful in life that's when you get the connection
3: and i think that's
4: that's what it was how how did i do kevin
3: i love you mitchell i think he did (laughs) That's great that's great Um, (laughs) um i i think um yeah. I mean that there's a there's there's a lot of Michael Slade and Kevin Spiritus in both of these characters I think. And you know, um you know, to look at Mitchell it ain't bad either. You know, physicality is is nice, but there is a hotness to us and, and, and the feeling of those that couple and but I think it you know, they have everything and I think we we kind of I don't know, I think we kind of possess a little bit uh, some of these qualities within each other and that too is easy in the casting, but I think it is. It's a very, um, it's about connecting with someone and I think that the attributes we gave each other and the behaviors we gave each other in the story were things that were um, easily to fall in love with or to fall in attraction with or to like a person. The
4: the cool thing about as the series plays out and the way it's the story is told in flashback. Um, you see those moments that it just makes so much sense that they're together, and I love yeah. that.
3: Yeah. I love there's a, there's flashback. A, there's, a, there's a moment. I, I'm just gonna say I can't say which scene it is, but I I see it every time in this, when we were editing. And there's a moment when Mitchell looks at me after telling his parents something, and he. He lets out this sigh, like, oh, I was able to do that. And he's so proud of it. And I fall apart every time I see it. I still i am still um, triggered by it because it was so honest and authentic with Anita Gillette and, and, and Lenny Wolpe, who played his parents, are fantastic in this series. And I just got to say, it's a moment I will never forget. So, yes. Thank you, Mitchell. that was <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Hey, Chris. laughs>
0: You guys are so sweet. I, I just cannot <laughs> yeah, even wait to see this. I mean, the trailer was enough in itself to to hook me, and I know it but is. <laughs> hearing you guys talk about it and your passion and your friendship and your your gratefulness and your blessings and and everything that you stand for, it's, it's, it's so much more. It makes that series so much more.
4: Thank well, you. you know, thank you, and, I, and thank you for recognizing that because I think that that when you when you can recognize your own blessings and your own, you know, when, when you can hone that passion and be able to do it, it's it's pretty amazing. It's powerful, so, yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. It is powerful. Yeah, thank you,
0: David. You have a question for Kevin. Oh, yes,
2: Kevin you have been mm-hmm. lucky to work with two different Michaels, Michael Slade from After Forever and Michael Caruso from Wintersorn.
1: <laughs> with,
2: how, what did these two men bring to you in about the business?
3: Oh, wow. Um, well, first of all, uh, they're, they're both, they're, they're, They're such incredibly talented and gifted, you know, artists and creatives, I I will call it. I didn't know Michael Caruso. um, Same. I didn't know Michael Slade. Michael Caruso was, um, he was casting, he he knew who I was. He had worked with a lot of people I had worked with on Days of Our Lives. And I guess he was a name that was sort of floating around in the the daytime, you know, uh, the daytime work world. But I didn't really have a face that went with him, and I had no experience of knowing him. But he and his wife Barbie were creating this new show called uh, Winterthorn, and uh, I had been looking online and I saw this picture of um, oh God, I just lost her name. She played um, Belle on Days, the second Belle. Um, Martha Madison. No, um, yeah. oh, thank you, Martha. Forgive me, Martha. I've got a lot in my head, Um, but Martha, I just saw this picture of Martha in in, online and it was so unbelievable. She was like this, almost like this um, evil witch, you know, like, like a snow queen or something on, on, um, you know, uh, snow white or something. It just, she was so beautiful and so shockingly dark. And, and I went, Whoa. And and I happened to be talking to our makeup artist who we shared on the Saturdays days, and, uh, Jolene had said, uh, she said, oh, it's a new series, and I think they're still casting. You should, you should look into that. And I, I kind of took that like, uh-oh, I was given a direction, and I better find out who Michael Crusoe is and find his number and call him. So I got a hold of <laughs> Michael, and I said, I, I just saw this picture of Martha. Uh, tell me about this, because um, I had not yet really started working with Michael Slade at this moment, but I was very inspired by a lot that I had seen at the ISA awards in New York that year because Patrika had taken me as a guest and I got to see all this incredible content that people were creating. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, there's a show it's like this, it's this, it's this, and um, you'd be interested. And I said, I-, I think so. Yeah, let's try it on. And he, he gave me a role that was actually supposed to be writ- It was written for a woman. Uh, and he said, I think if we're too women heavy, I need to recalculate this. And he made it into this, this kind of like, I don't know, this caretaker of men in the, in the forest and who, who, you know, uh, raises them and teaches them and coaches them how to go out into the world and become a winter thorn. And, uh, so I just, uh, <laughs> I took it. It was, it, it had enough mystery. It had enough kookiness. It had enough color to, um, to, to, uh, to play. And, um, And Michael was just very, very – once he saw me in it, he he was clear that this was my role, and I said, okay. And it earned me an Emmy nomination, which was the first year they had opened the Emmy nomination to uh, digital. So uh, Mr. Caruso, I've always been indebted to, and um, uh, working with him is great, and I would work with him again in a minute. And as far as Michael's concerned, Michael has given me this wonderful – Michael teaches me as we go along. He's not setting out to do it, but I watch my example. And, you know, he's, he's taught me how to be a very good writer, and he's given me the opportunity to um, express myself. And um, if anything, Michael has really completed um, uh, the request of giving me uh, a really great role to sink my teeth into and to play who's full. Who's so, fully flushed and just it's really that's that's what Michael Slade has really given me, and that comes from just getting to know each other and finding that your your relationship is, is is a good solid friendship and it it grows from that so it's in the work it's in the work
0: you you learn every day, no matter what your age, no matter what business you're in or not a business, but you learn every day. And that's a good thing, you know, because otherwise how boring would life be. Oh, amen. It's really true well
3: if you said. couldn't learn anything.
0: Yeah. And Michael Caruso, wow. He's so good at what he does, so
3: Yeah, and he's 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 just he's he's flying right now. His 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 series, his work is he's very very creative and very very good. Very happy for him.
0: Most definitely. Um, well, I think that's pretty much all for our questions. Would you like mm-hmm. to add anything to it?
1: Yes,
4: watch the series on Amazon. Oh. <laughs> April twenty fourth.
1: Well, of course, we, we would say that. Yes.
3: Well, here is what I'd like to. Here is what I'd like to add to that: watch the series on Amazon beginning April twenty fourth, and then write a review. Um, oh Amazon yes! Is very. Never forget oh, good the point. review. Yes. 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 Amazon is That's- very review based and they help, they help yeah. it grow and create more and more. And you know, if you like it, tell us. And then if you don't like it, forget it and tell us anyway, you like it. So, uh, <laughs>
1: um, I just,
3: I just think that, um, it's, it's again, I want to thank Mitchell for coming onto this project. It's been so great. And I, I just had this great brother love for this man. And he's so wonderful. Um, I want to just shout out to some other great cast members. If you don't know the cast, it's, um, there's Jonathan Rayson, there's Peter Kim, there is Katie Huffman, who was a um, uh, Tony Award winning star of uh, pro- the producers on Broadway. Um, we have uh, a Jim, oh Jim, what's Jim's last name? Jim Mitchell, what's Jim's last name? Jim Newman, who was one in of the, the
4: in, what? Yeah, one of the. the one of the village um,
3: people, they just, village people. Um, he was recently, yeah. And then there's Anita Gillette and Lenny Wolpe and um, I think, um, and Mike McGowan. Oh, and Colleen Zank from as the world turns. She plays a very pivotal yeah, role. In this we show. love and her. Yeah. Love you're going to love her in this too. Yeah. Wonderful. So yes, please, please see the show. Please show your support um, and your love and we'll try and give you more love back.
0: Yeah. I know you've got to be working on season two already, right?
3: Hmm, I wonder
1: what that <laughs> question came from. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. <laughs> hmm.
0: Because I know that this know where is going to come. be a
1: hit. <laughs>
0: yeah. You Thank you you I
2: Thanks for coming. Okay, you guys know my... where to come when season, two, when season two starts. Come see us again.
3: Yes, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. We'll do.
0: Yeah, this, Thanks, this is going to be this is going to be a hit, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. The 24th isn't that far away, thank God. Because sometimes the we night, have people night. on, and their their show doesn't debut for you know months in advance. I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so this is good. <laughs> um and, and so, tell I our, to tell thank our listeners where, where they can watch the trailer.
3: Yeah, uh, well, the trailer is on. Uh, Facebook on After Forever the Series. Uh, that's the Facebook handle. Uh, it's on our website, afterforevertheseries.com. And um, you can pretty much find the trailer there. It's weaving all throughout the Internet. It's on Twitter. Um, and um, I, and it's is, on
0: take2radio.com. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm, not, I'm
3: so not rehearsing, repeating that. Yes, it's on your site. Yes, yes, yes. I,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I still got
3: a lot in my head. Uh I just want to also say, Pam, thank you for having us on. And thank you to yeah, all the fans so who are thank keeping so us uh in their hearts and they want us to do more work. We're we're grateful that you still want us to come and bring some love into your life. So thank you. Uh,
0: you're very welcome. We t- we truly appreciate you being on and taking the time and Mitchell, the same for you. And Mitchell, are you on social media at all?
4: Um, well i'm not so good at it but um i um i do it through the restaurant um but also um it's MetroFreshATL.com, um and i have a facebook page well for the sake the world <laughs> <laughs> I, I just haven't i haven't come along in the social media world.
1: Allison yeah, Venor, you, should, our you should see
0: some of Kevin's texts to me, so you're
3: okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, but Alison Van was setting up all, all the accounts, and she goes, did your friend Mitchell not know what the Internet is? I go, no, I think he does. Uh, he has no handle anywhere. <laughs> but, oh, we'll have to remedy that. But, um, well, welcome to social media, Mitchell.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, right. well, we'll let you you guys go, and thank you again so much for joining us. I love you both, and uh, we'll talk to you after we see the series.
3: Can't wait, can't wait. Thanks so much.
0: Take care. Bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Wow. Wow. (laughs) I just love them. I just love them. you know, I loved Kevin on days. I loved him um, in Winterthorne and uh, various other ways. And like I said, I'm, I'm new to Mitchell. And uh, Although I did watch somewhat Party of Five back in the day, so I must yeah, have seen him. Of course, you know, you don't know everybody's real name when you're watching a series.
2: And, and that's that um, how long ago I, I sort of lost count because didn't I see Doogie Howser, too?
0: Yeah, yeah. Doogie Howser played Doctor Jack McGuire. That must have been the uh, the part where uh, where Kevin had said, "Well, you did get to play a doctor." So
2: yeah, he uh, yeah.
0: that must be the show he was talking about. Um, but I mean, he he's been on quite a bit of television shows, um, so it's it's great to see that you know he still has interest in acting and. Um, you know took on the role of Jason In After Forever And I I just can't wait I really cannot wait to see this whole um, Series When it comes out I And It's going to be like any it. other one You know you sit there and you binge watch the whole thing Because you know once you start watching something You know you you can't <laughs> Put your remote down You're like oh, I gotta see the next part You know because it leaves you hanging Of something or whatever you know um, yeah. So it'll be good. It'll be good. It
2: will be. And so, and so the, the trailer itself was a tearjerker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: hmm Most definitely. That's what I said. It, that's enough to hook you right there. But after hearing them, you know, talk about it, and like I said, their passion and everything, um, it's just you got to see it. That's all there is to it you got to see it. So um, an update on Carolyn. <laughs> yeah,
1: Unfortunately,
0: um, there's an outage all over Tampa Bay, so she was not able to call back in. So we're going to end the show tonight. Uh, there's not going to be any recap because of all our absentees and by no fault of their own. Um, right. And we hope that Anthony is doing well. And hope to hear from him soon. So, David, thank you for uh for joining me tonight. It was like old times with just you and I I guess, right?
2: It was, and it was such it is a pleasure working with you every day.
0: Oh, thank you. And you put you up with so much you put up with so much too so (laughs) you know behind the scenes people there's times that i'm ranting and raving and it's it's not necessarily has to do with the show it has to do with other things and he just he listens he gives his little advice or he just gives me a
1: a virtual a
0: virtual hug and uh you know it's very much appreciated uh appreciated by myself and um I truly am blessed to have David as not only part of Take-Two Radio, but part of my life. Oh, God bless you. (laughs) Thank you. God bless you. So with that, I will go ahead and close the show. We'll be back um, with the recap show. 26th,
1: I believe.
0: On the 26th? Okay, that was just going to ask you. I figured you would know. 26th. Yeah, 12
2: and 14 is 26,
0: yeah. Yeah, okay, 26 at 7 p.m. Eastern yeah. Time. As far as we know, we're not having a guest that day, but anything can happen. So be sure to okay. check out take 2 com for upcoming shows, previous podcasts, you know, guests and things like. There's tons and tons and tons of interviews, not just with uh, people in daytime TV, but also primetime and films and authors and... You know, you name it We've interviewed tons of people I I think at this point There's well over 500 interviews So, um, you know If you ever have a day Where you're bored to death And you want to listen to something um, You missed one of your uh, favorite actors Or something Or author um, I mean, we had Barbara Taylor Bradford That was back in the day When I was doing the show with Dawn, too uh, Which was one of my favorite authors And, uh, or was it, no, it wasn't with Don. that was with Mary, that was with Mary. So, just check it out, um, and go to upcoming shows, and there's uh, archives of the previous shows as well. Take a look around. Like our Facebook page, Take Two Radio, follow us on Twitter at Take Two Radio. All of this is with the number two. David is at Take Two Radio Crew. And when Carolyn is on the show, <laughs> she's at Barefoot Blonde with the number five. Candace is at Candy Poo, and it's P-O-O-H, like Winnie the Pooh. Um, and Anthony is not on uh, social media. Well, he's kind of, he's on Facebook, but he's not he's on, on Twitter.
1: Yeah. But I do have news and then,
2: that he will be on, he will be back I heard that he will be back on Twitter because he has a project coming out um, that someone is helping him put together on his life and on his thinking, and it's going to be on Facebook. So it's a collaborative effort because, you know, he he can't do it by himself.
0: So um, Right. Okay, well, that's good. And then also follow... Um Take Two Radio Soaps and Review on Twitter. And that's at T2R Soaps Review. And that's it for the night. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you come back again. And be sure to watch After Forever with Kevin Spiritus and Mitchell Anderson on April 24th on Amazon. And please leave a review. Thanks again, everybody. Have a good night. God
2: bless you to everyone. Have a good night, everybody. Get connected with Take-Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take-Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit take com.